Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Bar, and uh, we'll start a cricket video today. Since the World Test Championship is just a few days, uh, we just have to wait for a few days, and uh, we'll be watching the World Test Championship, the first ever World Test Championship. So, two teams, two strong teams, Virat Kohli's India and Kane Williamson's New Zealand will be facing off against each other. So. Before we start talking about the Test Championship final, I think we should analyze and talk about both the teams. I think we must start talking about New Zealand first because they are playing a two-match Test series against mm -hmm. England, uh, which would also constitute as a practice game for them. Uh, two practice games for them before they start playing the grand finale. And a uh, lot of things have happened in the in the two games. Of course, uh, as far as England is concerned, J mm -hmm. Jimmy Anderson is played playing his 162nd Test match. Oli Robson got banned for uh, tweets that he, you know, wrote a few years ago. So, a lot of things have happened in, in these two test matches and uh, we'll talk about them and then we'll talk about the Team India as well. So, we'll first talk about uh, New Zealand test team, you know, uh, they have Tom Latham and the new kid, new boy, the newcomer, uh, Devon Conway as their openers. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a pretty, pretty solid team, you know, one can go against, uh, you know, we have someone like Devon Conway who can uh, pick, pick the bowlers, who can uh, play short, who can score runs freely and probably, you know, play with a higher strike rate, whereas Tom Latham, you know, he's just that guy who is trying to you know, just uh, mm -hmm. remove the shine of the ball trying to tire those fast bowlers you know uh, get this for get that deadly first spell out uh, first uh, spell of bowlers out of the game so you know i see here mm -hmm. uh, two very contesting batsmen you know although both are left handed but uh, one you know they want conway who likes to play short who likes to use power and the other tom Little, you know who likes to use the pace of the uh, pace mm -hmm. of the bowler you know he likes to play with the full face of the bat rather than the one conway's uh, cross uh, cross batted so you know you have very uh, two very different openers. So your thoughts on that? Yeah, New Zealand will be playing with two left-handed opening batsmen and uh, tackling against left-handed batsmen. I think Team India should start with Mohammad Shami mm -hmm. as their opening bowler. Of course, uh, he's got a good record against the left-handers, mm -hmm. and uh, I think he'll be able to tackle their uh, New Zealand batsmen. He he stumbled uh, left-handed batsmen in the past, and I think he should be fit for the job. And uh, yeah, like you said, mm -hmm. Devon Conway is a newcomer. Uh, He's, he's, he doesn't have a lot of experience, but uh, he's done really well in the first two test matches that he's played. He's got a 200 in his first ever test match and uh, he's going pretty solid in his second test match as well. And Tom Latham on the other hand, mm. of course, he is not in his best form right now, but uh, we can always expect him to step his game up in the grand finale and uh, that's what Team New Zealand is all about. Uh, I have one game plan, you know, where uh, I was watching the test match and they showed one, one graphic, you can say. So you know, Stuart Ball was coming down the wicket and you know just uh, bowling around that off stumps, uh, around that four stumps, and trying to first for, for what he was trying to do was trying to get the ball away, 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 and when you know it, it was not expected, he would bring one ball in, and Tom Latham was just you know surprised that he came out of it. So you know, that kind of strategy could work against Tom Latham, especially with Mohammad Shami. Yeah, I mean that's a very old school, uh, old school method. A lot of bowlers try doing that. That thing, even against right-handed batsmen, you can mm. see uh, a bowler, you know, trying to bowl on that corridor of uncertainty. Mm. Uh, that's known as corridor of uncertainty when the bowler is bowling the outside of stump length continuously, mm. uh, making the ball move away. Or uh, if the ball moves in, then the ball hits the stump. That is known as the corridor of uncertainty. 
which makes it difficult for the batsman to pick the ball so yeah it's a very old school method a lot of bowlers try that and they are very successful in it so we can always expect indian bowlers to do that as well mm-hmm. and i'm sure they are going to do and uh, in situations like these players like mohammad shami ishan sharma and even someone like mohammad siraj mm-hmm. can come in handy because uh, they are known for doing that job again and again so yeah they can of course they can try this mm-hmm. method against not only tom latham but the other new zealand batsmen as well um and you know uh, as i talked you know devon conway likes to you know, hit his shots like likes to likes uh, pace on the like likes to you know get that pace so that he can play shots uh, will be a, will, will it be a good option you know to start ravichandran ashwin against him uh, at least you know after maybe you know three or four overs after after the first spell of the bowlers can we see you know ashwin in 10 overs after just eight or 10 overs against devon someone like devon conway and we all know ashwin's uh, record against left handers as well he has he has uh, dismissed alisha cook nine or 10 times again he has dismissed ben stokes also correct david warner as well yes so is it see, uh, i think if Team India does not take a wicket in the first 15 overs. We can always expect Ravichandran Ashwin to spice things up for India. Hmm. So I don't think the first spell or second spell itself, but I think third spell is when Ravichandran Ashwin could be asked to bowl a few overs, hmm. especially to Devon Conway if he gets going. But uh, I I don't think Team India will need that because I'm sure. Shami or Ishan or Bumrah they can do their job well. So I don't really think Ashwin could be needed that early. But if the bowlers, we can expect Ashwin to spice things up, like I said. Uh, so yeah, we that's about the openers. You know, that's about Tom Lomblitham and uh, Devon Conway. Uh, in at number three, the captain uh, Williamson. So you know, before the first Test match, uh, Ollie Robinson, I think so it was Ollie Robinson. You know, who made a statement. Uh, mm-hmm. when he was asked by nasir husain i guess uh, how you, how you will get uh, williamson out and he just told he just said that he, yeah it's it, it's very simple just uh, bowl five to four five to six balls outside of stump after outside of stump just get him move outside the ball and just uh, bring win in so you know, do you think is that easy to get him out actually if things were that easy mm-hmm. any bowler could have gotten him out but uh, yeah it requires a lot of precision lot of patience and uh, accuracy as well so oli robinson had done an exceptional job for mm-hmm. uh, by dismissing kim williamson but of course it's not that easy as he made it sound or as he made it look mm-hmm. uh, because of course his it was his brilliance which made it look so easy and uh, i can tell you for sure that it's not Uh, as simple as he made it look and uh, since we are discussing about kin mm. injury um, yeah, yeah and uh, he's, he's gotten an elbow injury and uh, things look gloomy for new zealand captain uh, sources say that he might not even play the final but uh, sources also say that he might uh, you know make himself fit before the final and uh, that's the reason why uh, he's been rested in the second test match against england so if williamson plays or even if he does not plays it's going to be a surprise in itself uh and uh, you know williamson's replacement william young uh, you know how good he was he was yesterday against in that uh, in the second test match you know the second test match is still going on but that 82 against uh, england you know that shows that the new zealand have that uh, kind of bench players you know and kind of uh, have that players mm-hmm. who can who can come in just like indian indian players you know who can come in and play those uh, uh, huge uh, play those huge play that big part Uh, so yeah, again, that's about King, uh, King Williamson. Uh, in at number four, uh, Lost Teller. They're one of the most you can say most important or what you can say most experienced batsmen. Batsmen, uh, the best one of the best mm-hmm. New Zealand batsmen they have. 
and uh, he has that quite a lot of experience you know he has played all around the world now this is his england's second or third or fourth tour right now so mm-hmm. what you can do what kind of game plan you know indian team can go against him you know uh, england is ross taylor's second home uh, they said i mm-hmm. think lords is his uh, second uh, home mm-hmm. home ground or something like that so we can al- always expect ross taylor to do really well especially against india when he uh, you know mm-hmm. finds his best form mm-hmm. and uh, since this is the final i'm sure he uh, he's going to be excited and uh, he's uh, he's had himself prepared both mentally and uh, physically on the field as well so yeah the uh, the partnership for the third wicket is going to be crucial because then we'll have williamson and ross taylor on the crease and uh, of course we all know how ross taylor has troubled mm-hmm. india in past uh, we can expect a few things to go downhill for india if he stays on the crease for a longer period of time and uh, since he's the most experienced player for the new zealand team he's played over 100 test matches has over 7000 runs i guess so yes he's he he he's had to mm-hmm. he's going to uh, carry the burden of new zealand batting lineup on his shoulders and i'm sure he's going to do well as well um what do you, what are your thoughts about on his technique you know uh, he's what you can say body is not stable and this is not me saying it again the england boys you know who are playing against the new zealand right now uh, they figured it out that his body is you know, kind of shifted uh, shifted towards uh, is shift mm-hmm. towards off stumps a lot and his head stop down you know he doesn't play uh, what you can say the head body line jo hota hai ki apne jab bhi shot khelo tab apne aankhon ke samne khelo ball ko dekh ke the ball should be under your uh, eye eye vision so that doesn't happen with him a lot so you know that that can be a problem you know that can indian ball exploit it yeah uh, if virat kohli you know uh, asks someone to field at a short cover region mm-hmm. and um, the bats the bowler makes him play that shot again and again then uh, he might hit one straight up and uh, that might get him out but you know there's nothing known as solid technique or the mm-hmm. right technique to play cricket it's just a bunch of things that work for you and uh, if things like these have worked ross taylor for over 100 test matches i'm sure mm-hmm. uh, he might not worry about that a lot he'll just try to play his natural game and uh, get things in correct order for him on that particular day so it's not like if he's failed today he'll also fail tomorrow on the mm-hmm. same thing it's just about what happens on that particular day and uh, what his mindset is on that day so i don't really think he's going to worry a lot about his technique when he has to play such shots okay so we'll move on to new zealand's pujara uh, we'll talk about hanzi nichols next and uh, <laughs> we all know you know hanzi nichols sort of, sort of a guy you know whenever he play, plays big you know he usually takes his time to play 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 a big innings mm-hmm. whenever he, whenever if you see see, see him scoring 100 he will he would have probably played you know 200 200 20 balls to score that 100 again whenever he scores a 50 he could he has probably played 130 140 balls to score that 50 so you know how important is it going to be you know to take his wicket because even if you take uh, three wickets uh, three wickets you know quickly at that score of 70 80 he comes to bat you know and he bats and bats and bats even though he doesn't score in much runs but he just comes and bats and bats mm-hmm. uh tires those bowlers so you know how important is is, is he wicket going to be you know henry nichols is such an underrated batsman and uh, he plays his role very effectively like you said he's new zealand really think the team expects him to just uh, you know score mm-hmm. fire blazing 200 or 300 they just expect him to stay uh, so for example say ross taylor is solid mm-hmm. at one end and uh, if you have someone like henry nichols who's just blocking all the deliveries and uh, making sure someone like ross taylor or mm-hmm. even kane williamson uh, for the matter of fact if 
you know if he does that job really well then uh, new zealand can score really big and uh, yeah after a few sessions if he bats a few sessions out we all know henry nichols can also score big uh, talking about henry nichols record since 2018 he's he's among the best new zealand batsmen so yeah they'll be expecting him to just stay just to stabilize the innings and uh, if things go downhill for them uh, like you know you said if there's a collapse then he can handle that collapse well so he is someone who can make sure new zealand doesn't collapse below 250 uh he can make sure they pass at least the 250 mark which is a respectable score in my opinion so we talked about all the five batsmen that new zealand are probably going to play against india uh we'll talk about the all-rounders uh colin de grandom and mitchell sandner uh do you think both of them will play or one of them will play uh i look uh, the new zealand batting lineup should look like Devon Conway, Tom Latham mm. uh, at Kane Williamson at number three, mm. Ross Taylor at number four, Henry Nichols at number five, and uh, at number six, I think it has to be uh, Mitchell Santner. And at num- which again, Mitchell Santner is injured, and uh, we might uh, not see him in the grand finale. Ajaz Patel might come in, and if Ajaz Patel is playing, then uh, Colin De Grandom bats at number six, and if Mitchell mm. Santner is playing, then he bats at number six, and Grandom goes at seven. uh new zealand team have uh, you know the question of playing mm. two all rounders uh, they are, they are they are fine all rounders you know they they can uh, so, someone like mitchell santon mm. can score 50s here and there and uh, grandom can you know uh, spice things up by batting uh, with a strike rate of over 100 so or like 80 strike rate mm. so yeah they have that question of playing both the all rounders and yeah like i said if mm. Mitchell Santner doesn't recover then Ajaz Patel plays and we have only one all-rounder that is uh, Colin De Grandom and so, uh, so there's and, uh, one more all-rounder like I said uh, there are one more all-rounder that I forgot about Dazil Mitchell uh, he just like Colin De Grandom bowls uh, bowls 120 and 30 mm-hmm. pace uh, can bat as well uh, do you think you know if uh, if you get uh, what in seeming conditions and you can we have to play seven batsmen and alongside you know you can play Colin Grantham as well you can play Daryl Mitchell See, and uh, Daryl Mitchell Daryl Mitchell mm. is going to be a surprise package you know mm. Daryl Mitchell has scored 100 as well mm. uh, just last year he scored 100 and uh, we can always you know count on him to make it into the 11 as a surprise mm. package like i said so i don't really think that he might actually make it to the team 100% but if mitchell santner is injured and mm. colin de grandom has to play then uh, maybe they can sli- uh, you know scoot him up in the team and mm. uh, that could make things better for new zealand but if all their players are fit then mm. i don't think he'll make it to the 11 yeah and uh, again you know with uh, such out rounders you know you can uh, de grandom is there daryl mitchell is there mitchell santner is there such an or you know what you can say out rounders you know you can play with just uh, you can play with uh, six or seven batsmen as well and you can fit you know, one of them this this guy neil wagner can also bat well mm. we saw how he played against england in the first test so you can always count on him mm. to score a few runs here and there and uh, we all know tim saudi can score a few mm. runs as well uh, he's hit about 86s in test cricket if not more uh, something mm. 70 to 86s that is more than even sachin tendulkar and virat kohli mm. so they have deep batting lineup and uh, i don't think they'll have to you know just uh, ask any other batsman to just play in the team because uh, the conditions say so they don't really need mm. to do that 
uh we'll go to bowlers but just around, uh, just one one player that we are missing uh nilan wicketkeeper uh, bj watling uh, which he will be playing his um, last test match and we all know uh, what the players do when they play last test match against india you, you know mm-hmm. uh alistair cook played his last mm-hmm. test match against india and he scored 100 uh sangakara played his last test against india and he in that series he did well as well Mm. so we can expect bj watling to score huge because it's the final of the world test championship and uh, what better opportunity to score 100 and retire with the trophy mm. but again unfortunately bj watling is injured as well and uh, doug mm. bracewell uh, i think bracewell is uh, keeping the wickets for new zealand okay. so i'm not sure if he's going to recover easily mm. but if he does he makes it to the 11 if he does not then uh, mm. things look gloomy for the new zealand team Uh, so now we'll move on to bowlers. So they have Neil Wagner, uh, Tim Saudi, Glen Bolt, uh, Matt Henry, Kyle Jamieson. Who are you picking, and why? Uh, the four bowlers that I think might make it to the eleven are Bolt, Saudi, Wagner, and uh, Kyle Jamieson. Jamieson mm-hmm. hasn't played the first two tests against England. Uh, maybe they are resting, or uh, I, I I really don't know what. Maybe they just want to rest him so that the uh, team India Actually, does not know what exactly is he planning. Actually, Jamieson played first test might... against uh, England. At Lords, he played. Are you sure? I... Yes. Yes. I... yes yeah, no, yeah. I think he played and Bolt did not play. Correct. Mm, correct. Bolt did not. Bolt did not play the first test match, and uh, Bolt is playing the second test match, and mm. Tim is not playing the second, second test, match. test match. So yeah, New Zealand does not really want to spill out all their cards. just in these two tests they just want to you know figure out their best 11 mm. they just want players to warm their themselves up pick confidence in these test matches and uh, play their best 11 in the final so if jamieson is playing then he's sure going to trouble indian batsmen because we are not a tall bowler bowling that corridor of uncertainty it's going to make things difficult for the team mm. and uh, we can really expect them to do so and we can count on them to do so so yeah these are the four fast bowlers and uh, it can either be mitchell santner or ajaz patel as their spin option spin bowling option uh, if you, if new zealand play with four fast bowlers you know uh, as you said four fast bowlers with colin de gandom and all the six batsmen do you think they will have place to uh, to fit someone like santner or ajaz patel no i don't really think so like that uh, yeah like i like i discussed their 11 that's what their 11 might be and uh, yeah it's going to be mitchell santner if he's 100% fit and i don't really think ajaz patel might make it into the 11 if that happens so no, no. what i'm saying is uh, you are going with four fast bowler alongside you are going with colin de grandom so there there so five players over there then you have devon conway tom latham uh, kevin kane williamson Ross Taylor, Henry Nichols, and B.J. Watling. So that's your eleven players. Where are you going to fit mm. Sandner or Ajaz Patel? So which five bowler you are taking taking out, or you are maybe taking out Colin De Grandom? It uh, yeah, I think it has to be Colin De Grandom out and uh, Mitchell Sandner or Ajaz Patel in. I mean, you cannot leave a spinner out, right? Mm. We also in the first Test match how England played without a spinner and uh, they had to ask Jorou to bowl in a few overs. Mm. So I don't think Kane Williamson will uh, want to volunteer for spin bowling, especially in a final like this. So mm. yeah, Mitchell Santner or Ajaz Patel, either of them make it to the eleven. They just walk into the eleven. They don't mm. have to make it. They just walk into the eleven because having a spin bowler is mm. so much important. Uh, so we'll talk about individual bowlers. You know, Ten bowled. Uh, 
left arm spin the left arm seam you can seam the ball inwards and outwards as well uh, how how important you know is going to be you know to face uh, first first you have to face the attack of uh, team saudi and you know 10 bolt who are going to get that extra swing and plus with that overcast conditions and the duke ball as well so you know how important it is going to be you know uh, for them uh, for indian batsmen to face them the key is to just survive a few overs mm-hmm. and uh, then runs start flowing automatically you know mm-hmm. that's what te- uh, that's what test matches are all about and you know it's really difficult to maintain a particular line and length for a longer period of time they can do it for a f- you know six or seven overs they can really be disciplined and uh, if india survive that those overs then uh, they can just mm-hmm. you know start pushing the bad balls away start putting the good balls away in the gap for single and double mm-hmm. and uh, that might trouble the new zealand bowlers and uh, we all know the indian batsmen are very capable to do that so yeah that's what the game plan would be all about for team india's batting and uh, you talked about you know uh, kyle jamison as well 6 uh, foot 7 6 foot 8 uh, tall fast bowler uh how important you know is going to be to adjust according to kyle jamison because he's go- definitely going to get that extra bounce of the pitch as you can say you know mm-hmm. uh high back or back how i would can say high arm and high pitch so his mm-hmm. ball is going to come from somewhere from uh, second first floor, floor first or second floor maybe <laughs> so you know how, how you know how important it would be to adjust to him because he's definitely going to get that extra bounce and players like we are told you know sharma you know who like you know, to, i I definitely have an opinion that mm. Kyle Jamieson must uh, mm. bowl the new ball and uh, mm. he should not wait for the second spell because when the new ball is in your hands the ball is hard the mm. uh, it's it, it might be overcast conditions as well and uh, we all know that he gets those extra bounces we also know Rohit Sharma is vulnerable against swing mm. uh, Shubman Gill is relatively young and inexperienced so yeah he can definitely exploit Uh, those conditions and uh, get a few wickets early so yeah i think it had it has to be kyle jamieson bowling either of the first or the second over and uh, i don't think he should wait for the spell to get over then uh, he'll pair up with neil wagner no i don't think that should happen and coming coming back to neil wagner you know i just uh, love this guy you know uh, he's the type of a guy he's a workhorse you know comes in uh, bowls in continuously 140 140 150 ks and at the same length at the you know short balls coming in bowling those effort balls it's really difficult you know for someone for any play, anyone you know to bowl those effort ball to bowl those short balls and that you know with uh, correct precision as well so i just respect that guy and you know uh, his technique you know to get left handers out he just goes around the wicket uh, targets the mm-hmm. body body of a left hander you know and force forces him to play uh, like this or you can say just the balls around here Uh, around the yes uh, hook or you might you know just uh, bowl just, uh, just you know playing uh, bowling around this area the hip area which is you know difficult mm-hmm. for a batsman you know as well and plus plus he's coming around the wicket so you know he's coming from you what you can say your uh, blind side and the ball is coming towards you you don't know how to react to it and you know you might just uh, what you can say try to Uh, defend it and it might t- just take a top edge and might land into short legs hand correct correct so it, that it does make batsman awkward you know uh, he'll have that short leg and uh, mm. short leg for him so that if the batsman does that then uh, there's an easy catch out there uh, he'll have that short mid wicket as well so mm. if if there's an awkward bounce like this then the ball goes up then there's a mm. short mid wicket for you to catch the ball and i think that's when rishabh someone like rishabh mm. pant comes into play of course he might not try that against rohit sharma because we mm. all know how good rohit sharma is against the short ball he might dispatch him away for a six uh, 
and yeah like i said this is where rishabh pant comes into play rishabh pant can you know play that mm. uh, shot very easily he's been doing that since a lot of years he has that experience as well mm. and uh, yeah i think he should be able to tackle neil wagner and uh, yeah like you said neil wagner is a new zealand fast bowling legend uh, he's got a lot of experience he's 35 years old and uh, he can definitely spice things up for new zealand like i said uh so this is about the new zealand so is a uh, so is a uh, playing eleven fiction operated playing eleven uh conway uh, to open with latham uh, we have in at 3 at uh, williamson at 3 uh, rochella at 4 and the nickels at 5 then you have bj watling mm-hmm. at 6 uh so who will you go for sandner or ayers okay sandner at 7 uh wagner bolt uh, my uh, uh, teams audi and kyle jamison so yeah this is our uh, new zealand eleven Uh, we'll move uh, you know don't put Kyle Jamieson at number 11 because Kyle Jamieson has a 50 against India he has two 50s against India is, he is someone uh, who can bat really well uh, this was not so, a batting lineup you know just i was yeah, just yeah, I st- stating the players it wasn't a batting order mm. it was the playing 11 playing but 11. yeah i was just saying that mm. again new zealand have three such bowlers who can bat well and and give us the and for uh, indie grandom they are mm. all rounders so and, and a lot given. of batsman in the team given india's record against you know the tail enders as well and just not excited for this match not at all <laughs> so we'll move on to india now we'll talk about india uh, so i i have not decided my playing 11 yet you know so can you just uh, say what your playing 11 should be for the for the test match the playing 11 for team india i think it's pretty easy uh, it's mm-hmm. it's rohit sharma shubman gill opening mm-hmm. the uh, you know starting the proceedings for team india with cheteshwar pujara at number 3 and virat kohli at number 4 mm. they have their vice captain ajinkya rahane at number 5 mm. rishabh pant at 6 and uh, it's going to be ravindra jadeja who's mm. definitely going to play at number 7 uh, they'll be playing him for his uh, for his contribution with the bat and uh, they'll just ask him to chip a few overs with the mm. ball he won't be bowling alongside ashwin mm. he'll just be bowling a few overs after ashwin uh, ashwin is uh, off the spell so ravindra jadeja at number 7 and ashwin at number 8 mm-hmm. and 9 10 11 we have bumrah ishan sharma and uh, mohammad shami and you know as you said you know ashwin jadeja will not be bowl- bowling that much because new zealand have uh, three left handers uh, tom latham they have devon conway and they have hanty nichols mm-hmm. so it now might not be you know what you can say advisable to bowl uh, ravindra jadeja but as you said uh, team india's lineup is almost set as well uh so we uh, again just like new zealand will go for, go from top to bottom uh, rohit sharma and shuman gill uh, we'll first talk about shuman gill how important you know it's, uh, this match is for him you know probably the biggest uh, match of his whole career you can say mm-hmm. uh, world test championship final for the first time he's playing in india uh, playing in england uh how difficult is it going to be you know for him to survive in this condition see i think the most difficult uh, shuman gill had to go through was back in australia mm-hmm. when he played uh, you know played after the 36 all out massacre mm-hmm. uh, he played well in melbourne he did well in the last test of the series mm-hmm. he scored some 91 runs against australia so the the most difficult situations were those and uh, this is going to be relatively easy because team indian team india is high on confidence now they were uh, they hit rock bottom in australia after the 36 mm-hmm. all out thingy uh, they won the test series after that they won against england as well so shubman gill uh, has you know uh, passed the uh, mm. hardest test of his life and uh, he should be really confident playing against new zealand in southampton in the final i guess uh, 
do you think you know just a quick answer uh, do you think uh, mayank agarwal will be replaced by shuman kiran playing 11 uh i that would be a bad idea i'd say mm-hmm. because you've played uh, shuman gil now in australia and against england as well and just mm-hmm. putting him out randomly right now and uh, asking mayank agarwal to play uh, would be you know mm-hmm. harmful for both the players career mm-hmm. not just shuman gil also mayank agarwal so no i don't think so uh so we'll move on to rohit sharma now uh you know we have already you know most of the people make uh, fun of him you know for not playing overseas test matches as well, getting injured just before the overseas test match so you know how big of a chance you know for him to prove everyone wrong you know just get a 100 150 of the first mm-hmm. in the first innings and just you know punch everyone in the face saying the, who said that he does not play uh does he doesn't like to play overseas you know how important it is it, this is going to be for him especially against saudi and bolt especially against bolt because against you know he has played in the nets uh, against bolt rohit sharma is vulnerable against some 70 alternates against new zealand uh, when the ball was swinging this much you know ball was going like this and even in those conditions rohit sharma has scored 70 some runs so yeah he has the ability he's got the talent uh, he's got the experience as well so i think he should be able to manage because it's a it's a it's a big opportunity to mm. uh, you know just uh, strengthen his place into the team and uh, it's a big game as well so fingers crossed we all hope that rohit sharma does well okay so that's about rohit sharma and you know we'll talk about the the wall of the indian team the, the modern wall of the indian team uh, cheteshwar pujara you know and uh, the way the guy the guy bats you know just uh, Uh, if you look at his technique you know test how you should play the test match it's perfectly you know it's uh, he's the book you know he's the is what you can say uh, the perfect thing you know in the test match just you know just you know plays at the very late moment does not uh, lift his bat too much <laughs> the problem with mayank we saw does not lift his bat too much and you know plays very late very very late you know let's uh, try to let the ball come to him does not does not attack the ball let's the ball come to him and he plays under the eye. you know everyone says that you should uh, play the shot under your eye, under your eye line under your eye line mm-hmm. you should play uh, play very late you should uh, play very close to the body and you know, this guy is just uh, or you can say the encyclopedia encyclopedia of the test batting you know and where, whenever you watch him you know you learn something new from him uh, there's always you know something new with his game as well because he gets a lot of time uh, off the international cricket so he has to, he can work on his technique as well I don't know how beautiful this is this guy you know how beautiful it is to watch this guy bat in test matches yeah uh, cheteshwar pujara would be the most important uh, batsman mm. for team india because you know uh, we all know virat kohli hasn't been scoring a lot of runs mm. uh, in in past few uh, days uh, he's got a few big scores but mm. uh, they weren't convincing enough for fans to uh, to show that he's mm. back in form so as far as fans are concerned in fans point of view mm. cheteshwar pujara is the most important batsman mm. alongside uh, uh, rishabh pant of course mm. uh, who can you know just take bowlers uh, whenever he wants so cheteshwar pujara would uh, have to play that role which he played against australia in sydney mm. and uh, in melbourne he has to play out those balls he has to wait for the bad balls to come and uh, he has to take the sign of the deliveries which would uh, you know make the mm. other batsmen score runs and uh, that would help india post a big total which is over 300 or 
and you know uh, i think so you know i am uh, i don't know about other fans but you know i am personally not expecting uh, a big 100 from chitesh pujara and chitesh pujara to score something like 130 150 i just want him you know to play 200 220 balls and just score 60 70 runs just you know so just to get that uh, base ready for what you can say a big innings so you know, i am not expecting anything above 70 80 from him just play those 200 balls and uh, just stick around side players like uh, virat kohli and uh, uh ajinka rane just uh, play that kind of innings you know i'll say one thing if uh, cheteshwar pujara plays 170 uh, 140 deliveries mm-hmm. and uh, scores even over 50 we uh, mm-hmm. you can guarantee that the team has scored over 300 or 300. 320 runs mm-hmm. because if you have pujara on one end well set then uh, the confidence of the ba- uh, batsman on the other mm-hmm. end uh, can just skyrocket like this because you, he knows that he can play his natural game he can play the way he wants because there is someone like pujara uh, on the other end who's holding things uh, and uh, it can be virat kohli most of the times and if it's not virat kohli it's mm-hmm. ajinkya rahane of course ajinkya rahane has got a lot of experience he scored 100 in england so yes if pujara does not even score 100 that's good that's okay mm-hmm. he just has to uh, play 120 to 170 deliveries and uh, just score over 50 or a well made 60 would be good too mm-hmm. so we'll move on to the captain the skipper virat kohli uh, how big you know the after the 2027 loss 2017 uh, final loss and the 2019 semi final uh, semi final loss in the world cup how important you know is to win this championship and you know get some silverware as a captain under your belly and plus yeah. score runs as well uh, we all talked about you know virat kohli in 2014 when he was getting uh, getting out cheaply outside the off stump well you know the conditions are same uh, mm-hmm. the bowlers the bowlers the bowlers you know probably you can say more better than he had in 2014 or probably not the probably you know on par with the bowler that he had in 2014 so you know how important it is for him you know to play uh, his kind of a game you know just not not to what you can say just uh, play what india wants just to play you know what what kind of a game he has because uh, the kohli that we saw in 2016 2015 2016 you know that was just another another level kohli now it looks like you know he is still trying to stick there he is trying to play those long innings which i don't think you know we should go for that he should play for his own sake you know play the way he wants not the way it is not the way the team wants so your thoughts on that uh virat kohli will be playing the most important inning of his life on uh, the world test championship final everything is on stake you know mm. uh uh we saw in 2017 how he was unable to score runs in the final mm. in 2019 fi- uh, semi final as well he failed to score runs against this very new zealand side and uh, to have that choker's tag on him and his team it's going to be very important for him to just stay on the crease if virat mm. kohli manages to play over 120 de- deliveries Uh, he can score big, and uh, we all know he's got experience of scoring daddy hundreds. Mm. Even in England, uh, you know, last last time they uh, toured England in 2018, mm. and uh, Virat Kohli was in his best form. Uh, mm. I think Virat Kohli would be visualizing what he wants to do uh, in the final, mm. and what he did back in 2018, what his form was in 2016, 17, 18, and uh, if he does that correctly, of course, we all know he's been working hard. Mm. he's been uh, you know sweating in the nets so yes virat kohli can really perform well he's mm. got the temperament he's got the mentality he's got the experience and uh, he's got the passion as well so yeah you can count on virat kohli and mm. i'm sure he's not going to fail this time 
सो फ्रॉम कैप्टन टू वाइस कैप्टन विल टॉक अबाउट अजिंक्य रहा एंड देर स्टार्ट गोइंग अराउंड यू नो वेन एवर अजिंक्य रहा स्कोर हंड्रेड इन टेस्ट मैच इंडिया इज नॉट लॉस दैट टेस्ट मैच सो यू नो सो हाउ मच आर यू रेडी टू पे फॉर अ सेंचुरी फ्रॉम रहने इन दर्ल्ड टेस्ट चैंपियनशिप फाइनल uh you know if each and every fan mm. of team india is counting on ajinkya rahane because mm. if pujara is well set mm. he scores he scores a uh, big and he departs and uh, mm. then ajinkya rahane comes back ajinkya rahane is also pujara pujara type batsman mm. not exactly like pujara but uh, he also takes his time he also waits waits for the bad deliveries he also likes to play the ball under his eyes mm. uh, so he's also that kind of a batsman and uh, he'll be hoping Uh, to score big and uh, so would be the fans of course it's mm. going to be the biggest test of his life as well because we all know ajinkya rahane wasn't in his best form since mm. the last few years he scored that 100 in uh, melbourne, melbourne but even after that mm. he wasn't in his best form so the pressure is on ajinkya rahane and i'm sure he's not going to disappoint as well uh so you know uh, we'll probably you know move on to the future captain because everyone wants him to become the captain who wins us the world cup we'll talk about uh, rishabh pant and you know and just you know looking at this guy you know just looking at rishabh pant uh, two years ago you know we were talking about you know, rishabh pant being what you can say um not mature enough to play cricket just uh, we're giving away his wicket not playing uh, not playing you know uh, maturely and you know you look at him you know after the world cup the after, no, not after the world cup i will say after the ipl after 2020 world cup not even after uh, 2020 uh, ipl you know everyone was criticizing him for playing uh, playing slowly uh, playing with uh, mm-hmm. less cricket playing uh, people trolling him by saying playing test in t20 and you know now you look at him you know what uh, that kind of you know that kind of coaching that pointing had in him uh, pointing put in him Uh, in that IPL, you know that has certainly uh, what you can say. I feel, you know, मतलब मुझे तो ऐसा लगता है कि जो pointing ने उसके अंदर काम किया, what what the work he did in the IPL is 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 the result, you know, uh, it's what you know what we can we are getting the getting the fruits for, you know, uh, pointing planted the seeds at the IPL and we are getting the fruits now, especially in the Australia tour as well as this. Uh, I'll tell you what. Tour. Correct, correct. Hmm. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what. Hmm. Uh, back when India played in New Zealand in hmm. 2019. Mm. Rishabh Pant was the only player to not mm. play a single game in the entire series. You know, you can imagine what went mm. through Rishabh Pant, and even after that, he did not have a very good uh, IPL mm. in uh, in UAE. Uh, he did not. He could not make a huge impact, which everyone expected him to do. So we mm. also discussed in Sports Bar as well. Uh, yes. we, we talked about how IPL or rather T20 is his favorite format. Mm. It's his comfort zone, and uh, he can just blast away a few runs. But that did not happen. And uh, but then fast forward to mm. the 2020-21 Australia series, missed the first test, mm. could not make a big impact in the second test, and uh, then what he did in the third and the fourth test uh, just shaped his entire career. Mm. He scored a you know. Uh, a, fun, a fantastic 97 in the third test match and scored a match winning 87 not out in the uh, 80 or other 89 in the out. final test of the series and uh, which won india the border gavaskar trophy uh, then scored a 100 against england uh, in the home test we also how he played that mm-hmm. shot against uh, jimmy anderson Amen. you know he was at his dangerous best so rishabh pant would be high on confidence and uh, every fan of His and every cricket fan would be expecting him to go big, take on those bowlers, especially Mitchell Chandler. If he comes mm-hmm. on to bowl, uh, you know he can play with the turn that uh, slog which he likes to play over the long one fielder. So yeah, he can easily expect 50 to 70 runs from Rishabh Pant as well. And uh, 
if things go well 102 and you know the what you can say the expectations on him uh, after you know if even you know i don't wish india should get a bad start but if india gets a bad start uh, they are again mm-hmm. you know uh, five uh, they are again three down for the score of five you know how important it will you know how much expectation expectation you know will he have on his shoulders you know and the way he has shown that yes he can carry the, he can play with that responsibility as well mm-hmm. you know i think so this will be his biggest test i would say uh, if india gets a bad start and they are you know three down for just 15 or 20 runs it will be his biggest test you know to get uh, india from uh, that situation to at least you know a respectable 200 or 250 runs even though like you said it's going to be a test for rishabh pant but again the hardest test which rishabh pant had to go through was back in australia the same mm-hmm. as shubman gill uh, he you know passed that test with flying colors both his innings uh, in sydney and uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in brisbane came under pressure situation when uh, you know it was only him the entire nation the entire team counted mm-hmm. on and uh, he was able to repay the faith which the management had on him so i think that was the hardest test which rishabh pant had to go through this is going to be a test but uh, but the worst is back and uh, rishabh pant could uh, shine like a diamond in the final test as well we can all expect him to do so um so rishabh pant uh, we'll talk about ravindra jadeja now uh, you know last year probably you know we we also had a conversation around ravindra jadeja and we said that uh ravindra jadeja is not uh, one of the what you can say not uh, fit uh, fit not fit you can say not uh, you know he doesn't fit in the playing 11 he is he would be we said he he has become a liability you know players around him and to carry him and now you know he's uh, what you can single handedly you know uh, fielding bowling uh, batting single handedly you know uh, taking india out of uh, what you can say um, uh, and we saw that you know we saw that against uh, new zealand in the semi final as well on the world cup everyone mm-hmm. was getting out and he came in one man, one man yes one man There's only one man who has to get all the credit for jadeja's excellence mm-hmm. and it's sanjay manjrekar when he <laughs> called jadeja the bits and pieces player see jadeja mm-hmm. as a bowler and mm-hmm. as a fielder was uh, was always fine you know mm-hmm. he could uh, do well with the ball he could uh, bowl those consistent line and lengths when asked to mm. uh, could bowl on that one uh, area which was expected him to do so and we all know how good he is on the field he can uh, get you a direct hit from anywhere can mm. uh, you know uh, convert a half chance into a full by uh, catching an impossible delivery even with one hand mm. uh, but the problem was in his batting if you see his career uh from his debut to 2019 mm. semi final world cup with the bat mm. he did not have a very big impact he's he's had a few uh impactful innings two against england and one against new zealand in that odi in auckland uh, uh, where he uh, drew the match for india uh, mm. or rather tied the match for india but only a few uh, match winning or uh, rather match drawing uh innings which mm. uh, with the bat uh with the ball he was fine but after that semi final ravindra jadeja became a whole new player hmm. uh, with the bat he started winning games for his franchise chennai super kings we all know what he did against harshal patel in that ipl match hmm. uh, scored some 37 runs in an over so and scored some 60 runs in 29 balls and even won the game with the ball so hmm. that is the jadeja uh, which we all wanted to see and uh, that jadeja is shining right now so again, i will give the same for india i will give three more examples for that as well uh, in australia uh, third odi when india were 154 5 184 5 somewhere and he and uh, pandya played that uh, amazing pandya 
Scored yes. 50s and yeah, correct. Yes. And the second that, one. And also, also the, the first T20 when mm, uh, you know Team India was struggling, he scored. Uh, mm. I think he scored a 50 and took India to a respectable total, mm. which won them the game eventually. And the second Test match as well. Uh, his partnership again, uh, his partnership with Ajinkya Rahane. India were again, you know, in desperate situation. They were 164 for five. <laughs> I guess uh, Pant was out. Uh, Pant after Pant he came. And again, you know, we needed a partnership of 100 runs just to, you know, to get uh, some sort of a lead. And he stood there with the captain Rane at that time. So, you know, you can say yeah. that he has become a complete player, you know, and he has become, what you can say, uh, sort of, you know, one-man army for India as well, doing everything in fielding, bowling and batting. Exactly. He isn't Sir Ravindra Jadeja anymore. He has become Sir Ravindra Gary Sobers. Uh, <laughs> he's living up to the name. Mm-hmm. He's doing his job perfectly as a batsman, as a bowler mm-hmm. and as a fielder. So now, now is the time when Jadeja has to score runs with the bat and prove to uh, everyone that yeah he can be counted on mm-hmm. even in the most important and uh, the difficult situations. Okay, uh, so now we'll go from Ravindra to Ravichandran. Uh, we'll talk about Ashwin. Um, uh, the kind of you know what you can say his bowling is exceptionally good. Uh, I'm not uh, we are not uh, discussing about bowling right now, but his batting you know uh, that third Test match against Australia. Uh, playing, mm-hmm. uh, playing, you know, surviving 50 overs against that Australian attack with Anuma, Anuma Biari, you know, uh, it's a very delicate situation because you are just lost Pant and you are just lost, uh, lost, lost uh, Pujara. You know, in that delicate situation, you know, he came, he batted with Pujara and, you know, the uh, the verbal slang as well. The verbal slang as well, I will not, uh, never miss that. I'll tell you what, Ravichandran Ravi Ashwin started his career as a cricketer, mm-hmm. as an opening batsman. So, yes, he's got uh, that batting abilities in himself, in him, mm-hmm. and uh, we can always expect from him to score those 125 to 35 runs. That's what he mm-hmm. makes it into the team for. Of course, his bowling is very good, but uh, his batting is fine too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virat Kohli once was talking that how important those 30 runs from Ravichandran Ashwin are. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we can count on Ravichandran Ashwin as a batsman if there's a collapse. Then mm. Ravichandran Ashwin, alongside uh, his partner, that might be Jadeja or Pant, mm. he can just block those uh, deliveries and uh, you know convert those bad deliveries into four. Or if there's a good delivery, push those good deliveries into the gap, mm. uh, convert them into into uh, ones and twos. So yes, those 30 runs from him are going to be very handy. And uh, you know uh, he scored a century against England as well on that challenge, which you know where no one was able to bat. He just came in mm-hmm. and scored a century. Uh, so, uh, and again, uh, we'll talk about bowling. He's bowling now. Uh, you know, in 2014-15, you know, we all, we all, you know, accused him of, you know, using too many variations. He was bowling carom ball. He was bowling dusra, tisa, and you know, some said he has invented a chota as well, the four delivery. Um, <laughs> so you know, uh, he was using, you know, and he was bowling leg spin as well. <laughs> so uh, you know, Sorry. with a lot of those variation, you know, and everyone was trying to say, stick to what you have, stick to what you have. Variation is good, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you bowl uh, one, what you can say, a different delivery in five six, and you bowl a five six delivery alongside, you know, one uh, some unusual delivery, then you know you can make use of variation. But you know, if you are bowling one off spin, one dusra, one carom ball, one leg spin, that you know doesn't what you can say doesn't make much sense to me. So you know how big you know that uh, mental decision from him, you know, to just do what is best, mm-hmm. uh, best he just bowl off spin. Now, how big of a mental decision, decision, the mental decision was for him, you know, uh, to switch to that tactic? You know, having a lot of variation uh, has both a good side and a mm-hmm. bad side as well. As far as the good side is concerned, we can, you know, uh, 
say like the batsman would not know what ravichandran ashwin has in the bag for the next delivery he can bowl an off spin the next delivery can be leg spin then he can bowl a dusra or then a carom ball uh, and uh, we all know his excellence uh, with the line and length if he bowls all the six deliveries mm-hmm. on the perfect area then uh, he can get you wickets but again that comes with a cost and uh, we all know that ravichandran ashwin lost his side in the limited overs cricket with uh, due to that thing mm-hmm. so yes and like let me tell you one thing new zealand have a lot of left handed batsmen and uh, with ashwin coming into the side and uh, we all know how good he is against the left handed batsmen he'll continuously bowl that off spin delivery and uh, you know beat the batsmen with the stump mm-hmm. it's gone so it's going to be a test for ashwin and uh, i'm sure ashwin is going to pass this test very easily because he does really well against the mm-hmm. left handed batsmen mm-hmm. Ashwin would be licking his lips, you know, after see, if he sees the Lisland playing playing eleven and he sees uh, mm-hmm. so many left-handers in left-handers in the squad, he would be probably you know, licking his uh, licking his fingers you know, to just uh, itching his. He just his has breath. to hope. Mm-hmm. Correct. He just has to hope that the fast bowlers or uh, either of Williamson or Ross Taylor falls early, and mm-hmm. if that happens, then there's a line of left-handed batsmen, mm-hmm. and Ashwin is really gonna do well against them. even on non turning mm. uh, pitches mm. so uh, we'll talk about indian seamers right now we have quality seamers you know in the squad four i mean you know i i'm just uh, shocked to see so many five, good five. Uh, yeah if we include umesh adha i have not include umesh adha because he has not played uh, recently he has not played in test so i have not included him but we have ishan sharma mm. you have jaspreet bumrah you have uh, mohammad shami you have uh, uh, mohammad siraj you have bhuvneshwar kumar at home you have deepak chahar at home you have shardul thakur at home you know we have so many uh, good quality fast bowlers you know i'm just excited to see i'm just you know happy to see so many fast bowlers coming to the uh, coming this world but right now india have four options uh, shami uh, <laughs> shami bumrah uh, siraj and uh, ishan sharma who do you think you know should virat uh, kohli go for three any any three uh, i i i think that uh, this guy mohammad siraj might be the unlucky guy to be left mm-hmm. out uh, it's going to be mohammad Uh, Mohammad Shami, Ishan Sharma, and uh, Jaspreet Bumrah will make it to the uh, make it to the team as mm. fast bowlers. Uh, so yeah, these are gonna be the three fast bowlers. And of course, but I'll tell you what: mm. do not caught, count Umesh Yadav out mm. because on Umesh Yadav on his day can just rip the opposition team apart with his fast bowling. He can uh, hit the deck hard. He can bowl those bounces. He has that pace. So yeah, Umesh Yadav is a good option too. He's in the mm. team. but might not make it to the 11 just like mohammad siraj uh, so we'll focus on individual night now we have uh, you know we are, as we said we, we are going with ishan sharma uh, mohammad shami and jaspreet bumrah to start so we'll go one by one we'll talk about uh, jaspreet bumrah you know uh, his meteorical rise to indian indian team you know and becoming that uh, number one bowler number one fast bowler for india mm-hmm. india in both the test odi and t20 you know how big offer what you can say a challenge will be for him you know to bowl in england it will not be a challenge for him but you know a big expectation for him especially you know he would probably you know try to mm-hmm. not try to not think about that no ball that he bowled bowled against the pakistan in the champions trophy final you know so how eagerly you know he would be waiting to uh, what you can say release kalank khatani ki koshish karega wo apni uh jaspreet bumrah you can count on jaspreet bumrah to pick the wickets of kane williamson and ross taylor or ross taylor uh, these two are going to be the most important uh, 
partnership for mm-hmm. both india and new zealand if india break this partnership early then uh, ashwin can do the rest mm-hmm. uh, rest job by j- just picking the wickets of the left handed batsmen uh, and uh, can hope that the batsmen go big so if jaspreet bumrah picks either mm-hmm. of their two wickets then uh, i think his job is done he can of course he can do the job of getting the openers out early but uh, i don't uh, think that's going to be as mm-hmm. two best batsmen of new zealand team uh so now we'll focus on mohammad shami and you know the guy the thing that i think about mohammad shami is you know uh, a lot of attention and a lot of focus goes on uh, to dashwit bumra but uh, you know uh, less attention is being being paid to mohammad shami and you know he is kind of working with him you know working with it uh, nobody played that much attention into him and you know he's slowly becoming i guess you know after, i i don't think you know, bumra is a number one odi bowler i seriously think you know mohammad shami is our number one odi bowler not even the odi bowler because you know he comes in and he picks those wicket you know he bowls in the middle over as well he bowls in the start he bowls in the middle over and you know it's important to pick up uh, wickets in the middle over as well you know to when players are trying to you know play slow form a partnership you form mm-hmm. a partnership uh, save those big guys for uh, last 10 15 overs you know and it becomes very important to take those wickets in the middle over and this guy is being doing that uh for india for uh, for in in couple of you know one or two years so you know uh, a lot of uh, what you can say focus is not being paid on him but he still does his job and you know we and he still working you know even though you know we can we don't consider him as number one mm-hmm. bowler of india but he still you know he's delivering um, that sort of uh, that, that sort of performances exactly uh, mohammad shami is among the most underrated bowlers in the mm. world right now a lot of attention is paid on the likes mm. of wagner stark uh, hazelwood cummins bumrah and uh, the other bowlers from uh, south africa like lungeng gidi or rawada uh, not a lot of people talk about mohammad shami and uh, that's when he comes into play he he can bowl fast he's also the hit the deck bowler mm. he can bowl those bouncers he can uh, just bowl at those right areas can bowl those yorkers as well and uh, yeah he's going to be the important uh, bowler who can mm. you know give us the wickets of their opening batsmen we all know that virat kohli mm. uh, said in an interview that he would expect someone uh, like mohammad shami to pick the uh, wickets of their left handed batsmen mm. uh, in the top order uh, so we'll come to now the final player ichan uh, sharma uh i would probably you know when he came onto the scene as an 18 year of 18 year old fast bowler bowling those no ball continuously bowling those no ball doesn't uh, knowing uh his mm-hmm. uh, what you can say the run up and you know i was just frustrated with him you know he, because he had all that quality you know he was tall he had that pace you know and that time you know indian bowlers bowling 140 140 kilometers an hour was what you can say a miracle you know 10 10 years ago 10 12 years ago we did not had much bowlers you know who could bowl that uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, that with that pace and you know suddenly you have that guy you know who's six, uh, who's above 6 foot and just having that no ball problem you know i was really frustrated with him but the way he has come back you know uh, after that to run, you know uh, do you remember that his spell uh, spell spell in lord the second test match in 2014 series where he picked the seven wickets mm-hmm. in the second innings seven wickets so you know, after that what you can say he's uh, he he has proper he has you know become uh, what you can say a proper test match bowler just like anderson and brod you know who were focused on uh, mm-hmm. playing test match as well just like that you know uh, ishan sharma has focused a lot on a uh, test match and recently played his 100 test match you know as a bowler which as a bowler you know is a big thing for uh, playing for india if you are a fast bowler fast and playing bowler. 100 test match you know is a big thing uh, most of them you know don't even usually uh, go above 50 test 50 test matches but this guy mm-hmm. you know he has uh, come in he has uh, uh, 
uh, improved his run up he has improved on his uh, ball, uh, bowling line and length and picked up those wickets and become one of the most experienced or you can say you know, the leader of this bowling attack i'll tell you what ishan sharma's uh, the credit for ishan sharma's excellence has to go uh, with virat kohli mm. uh, after uh, ms dhoni retired in 2014 the team was in shambles mm. and uh, it was virat kohli's responsibility to uh, make sure the team does well in the upcoming years and mm. uh, team india did not just do well they became the number one uh, test team in the world they also they are now playing the final of the world test championship it's like the world cup of test cricket like mm-hmm. ishan sharma said a few uh, months ago so ishan sharma's rise is phenomenal and uh, like you said he's the most experienced player in the team uh, after playing over 100 test matches and uh, this is going to be the biggest test in ishan sharma's life i'll say because uh, after being left out of the t20 and the uh, one day squads it's important for him to do well in the test arena he's been doing that well and uh, he has to do well now mm. then uh, his name is going to be among the greatest fast bowlers of all time i'll say because he mm. performed in the situation when it required the most for him to do so yeah this is what you can say um, a short uh, preview on not it is not short i think so it has gone about 30 40 <laughs> minutes so yeah the uh, preview of uh, both the teams so you know we'll just come come to Uh, the logistics of the game that is the toss uh, what is going to be the good score what is going to be the pitch what is going to be the condition so we'll first of all you know, talk start off with the toss you, imagine you are batting i tell you what hmm. the team that wins the toss must hmm. bat hmm. and uh, defend the total in the fourth inning if that happens hmm. the team that wins the toss uh, will have you know like hmm. 65 35 in their favor the team that hmm. wins the toss that's what i'll say so you are saying win the toss choose to bowl, choose to bat used to bat uh, i was also going because you know if i uh, did you if you if you saw the first test match uh, uh, new zealand versus new zealand although the pitches are different but uh, lords was uh, what you can say much what you can say flatter of a surface there was not much grass it was uh, pure uh, brown surface and it was a good surface to bat on and um, it was what you can say uh, batting batsman paradise as well so probably you know i'm expecting to see some that sort of a uh, pitch for It's out in terms as well for World Test Championship. So yeah, my guess is also my my prediction is also win the toss and bat first. So first inning score. What do you think will be the first uh, what first inning score? You know, perfect first inning score. Uh, I think over three hundred would be a very good total. And uh, if the ball starts doing a lot of things, then anything over two fifty is a fine score. I'd say for both the teams. Mm-hmm. So yeah, three hundred. I also guess three hundred, three hundred and three hundred twenty-five. Even even if you get three hundred twenty-five, you know it's uh, it's like scoring a four hundred runs on on a pitch. So. But I'll is, tell you what. Mm-hmm. Since this is going to be going to be a final, and uh, they would want to attract viewers mm-hmm. both on the stadium and uh, in front of TV, I think that they might prepare a flat wicket, mm-hmm. uh, which might result into a big totals. But since the rain rain might come into play mm-hmm. on. Uh, on maybe from day 2 or uh, from day 1 end that time then you can expect the ball to move and uh, that would just trouble the batsman and uh, would drop the score to somewhere around 320 to 325 so yeah and prediction you know what are your thoughts on the match uh since there are chances of rain uh, mm-hmm. then if it rains a lot then then we have no choice it might be a drop. But if not, then I think it's 
50-50 right now. Both the teams are looking well. Team Indian, Team India is confident. Team uh, New Zealand looks strong on paper. They've had practice of two games, so yeah, it's going to be 50-50. I can't really say which team might go on to win the trophy, but I really hope it's Team India. Do you think you know both will go to go go safe route or you know probably you know try to do something outrageous like? If you know, uh, if the first day is played and India scores somewhere around 270 runs and 280 runs, then all the lays are lost and uh, the umpires say that you can play on the sixth day. So you know, can both teams you know say that uh, India will say you know okay we are 280 runs, we declare they declare this innings, we'll say New Zealand to declare the first innings, we will declare second innings and New Zealand when they come on to bat for fourth innings they would have probably 280 runs to play for the final day. Do you think something that See, sort of? I'll tell you what. Even though there are chances of rain, mm-hmm. it's not gonna rain so much that uh, that the teams have to uh, lose a day's play or a mm-hmm. session's play. It's just gonna be light results for an hour or uh, hour and a half. So the test mm-hmm. match would be they'll play the full test match. Uh, there, there's gonna be only one winner, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, in mm-hmm. this uh, test match final. So, yeah, I don't really think any team would want to play for draw. It's going to be one team that's going to win. And uh, it's not like it's going to be draw or anything because rain would spoil, but not that much that neither of the teams win. So, yeah. Uh, one more thing, you know, nowadays, you know, it's probably, you know, what you can say, difficult for captains to maintain that over it. And they have to bowl, I think, so, you know, 15 overs uh, in, a, in an hour to get 90 overs a day. So, you know, if by some case, you know, uh, if you, what you can say, if you are able to bowl just 82, 84, 85 overs a day and you leave 5, 5, 5, 5 overs every day, you know, you leave those 5, 5 overs from each, each day. So, you know, it comes out around, you know, tw- if, even if you leave 5 to 6 overs from a day and you, uh, from all the days, you know, what you can say, first day, 85 overs were bowled, in second day, 83 overs were bowled, in the third day, 80, 80, 87, 88 overs were bowled, four days. So, you know, something, you know, if something like this happens. And there are you know extra thirty overs to play for you know what if that those would have played if uh, those would have been played if both the teams would have gone with a better over it and if that kind of a things happens and there's a six day as well you know and they said whenever if overs get lost or maybe it's rain uh, they can they might resort to play that uh, play on the six day as well so do you think you know with this kind of thing happening you know four or five overs not getting played a day which cumulates around mm-hmm. thirty overs a day. So can they play another session on the day six, even after all those five days of play? Still, you know, over it doesn't matter. They can can they play one session of one session on the sixth day? I I don't really think so because the sixth day is only going to come into play when a considerable amount of overs are lost due to rain or bad light. Mm. And uh, yeah, like I said, rain might spoil things for both the teams, but it's not gonna be that. Uh, any teams are going to lose uh, more than a session or two because of the rain. Uh, we might have things like early lunches taken or mm. only 72-75 overs being bowled, but uh, that would not affect the result of the match. The match will be completed in five days and uh, hopefully the sixth day might not be needed. That's what the forecast says. Okay. So one last thing before going uh, going off. Uh, expectation as an Indian fan. What, what are your expectations as an Indian fan? Nothing less than a win. Uh, <laughs> absolutely nothing less than a win because mm. the team has been doing well since uh, 2015, you know, against mm. South Africa. Uh, after losing both T20 and the ODI series, uh, Team India won the Test series. Mm. And after that, everything was going up the hill. Uh, we saw a small, uh, you know, downfall from the Indian team 
in the first test against australia mm. but after that it was a sudden rise and uh, if team india goes on to lose this test match then it's going to be really disappointing because the entire hard work of five years will go down the drain so mm. nothing less than a win would should be expected so yeah that's it uh, we have from today's video anything you want to add before going yeah that's what we have for in this video hope we hope you liked it make sure that to like and subscribe and we'll see you in the next video peace out, peace out.